And welcome to episode 30 of the WW Bro Podcast with me, your host, comedian Anthony DiDomenico. Just uh, sharing this on the other page. I hope everybody had a good week. Besides being a stand-up comedian, I am also a Weight Watchers member uh, since... May 1st of 2017, and I am proud to say today I weighed in. I'll give you the result as always. I weighed in today. Uh, Monday nights are my weigh-in nights, and I this week I lost 7.2 pounds, and I am down a total now of 124. 124 pounds gone since May 1st of 2017, and I feel absolutely amazing about it. Couldn't have been happier. Really excited with this week. Uh, I made a lot of changes in the last couple of weeks. Lowered my portions, um, uh, as well as kicked up the exercise, and you see the results. Work the program. It works for you. That's the best way I could describe it. Uh, Brandon says 150 right around the corner and it really is. And that's the mark. That's the most I ever lost on Weight Watchers in the past is 150 pounds. So that is the next, if I could get past that, it's just one more step closer to where I want to be. I don't know if anybody can see the sign this week. I got a sign made up. I kind of taped it on ghetto before the podcast. Just wanted to get it up there. Uh, but you can get the merch at, uh, AnthonyDLive.com slash merch. I go to my merch page. It has uh, the WWO podcast stuff as well as my other merchandise as well. Oh, wow. Everybody's like, uh, Vinny says, I look amazing. Thank you, Vinny. Hi, Terry. Uh, Brandon Kloss is 151. 151 is a number. Uh, Kat, uh, Mrs. Marks. I almost called her by her first name as my fourth grade teacher. I, I can't do that. My mother would be very mad at me. Uh, Mrs. Mark says, proud of you, Anthony. Uh, stay the course. That's all I could do is just stay the course, keep on the program, keep working it because it works. As It's corny to say, but it works if you work it. Absolutely, 100%. That's the way I feel about this. I have no intentions of stopping um, this program, losing weight. I'm going to keep losing weight, keep doing what I'm doing because it is definitely um, bringing me into a good place. And I'll, I'll talk to you about my week a little bit. Let me move my chair. Uh, week started off good. You know, I uh, lost 2.2 last week, so going into the week I was feeling good. Um, wanted to make some changes, of course. So I, I kept going with the exercise and um, keeping the portions lower. That's, you know, that's how I started the week. Uh, and I noticed when I keep the portions lower, uh, I'm not – stuffed after um what do you call it after uh after i eat so i get maybe hungry a little later so then i'll have like another snack or something so i'm eating smaller portions a couple more meals a day and i think that's what you're supposed to be doing i think I, instead of eating big meals at one time and not being hungry i think that's uh been a much better for me th this week uh as far as in past weeks 
Um, otherwise, it was it was a normal week. You know, I did uh, my other podcast, Organized Chaos. <clears throat> Excuse me. I had some shows this week. Got to perform at Governor's uh, Thursday. Place was packed. So it was a lot of fun performing on that show. Um, we had the, the finals of the Long Island Laugh-Off, which um, this is where my week took a little bit of a, an interesting turn. And, and I'll get I'll get into it in that the sense that um, I think during my walk that morning I don't know if I like hit something or I I, I twisted something but my uh, during that night my, the back of my upper back started bothering me and I kind of felt it a little in my chest so I, I didn't really think too much of it I was tired I was exhausted so I came after the laugh off I came home and went to bed and I got up Saturday morning and I saw the same pain. And it really only hurt if I pulled my arm or if I breathed in really heavy or coughed. But still, uh, as a big guy, you know, anytime you feel any kind of pain near or around the chest, you start thinking right away, okay, this is not good. I haven't been to the doctor. I haven't had a physical in over 10 years, which is going to get me to this, the, the point uh, in a little bit. So there's some other stuff going on, too, as far as uh, personal life. Um, my, my dad has to have some surgery, um, to repair a valve in his heart and he's okay. He's fine. He feels great. Uh, doctors say he's going to be okay and everything, but it just gets you, you thinking in your head, you know, one, uh, that's my, that's my dad, that's my pop. I don't want anything to happen to him. You know, I, I lost my mother, uh, 10 years ago. So I'm down to one parent. I got, we got to keep this one around. So you start thinking right away, like, you know, that starts worrying you, you know, that he has to have major surgery. Um, and then also, like, when he told me about that he was having the surgery, I started thinking to myself right away, okay, well, you're uh, much heavier than your dad and less active, and, you know, you got to have the, something like that. So I started thinking, I started worrying about my dad, worrying about myself, uh, really stressing about both situations. I started Googling things on the internet. My father says, you never read. Now you're reading. Don't, don't read anything. So <laughs> I started reading in, into things. And I just started stressing myself out a lot. And uh, Saturday just was feeling a little bit under the weather. I could have had a cold. I could have been run down. I mean, I, I was exhausted the night before. Uh, I was just feeling like, you know, that, that back and the front uh, pain on my left side and uh, about six o'clock, I, I wear the fit. I wear a Fitbit, and it gives you a heart rate. And I guess I was sitting there, and I was thinking about a couple of things. I was stressing, you know, just stressing like I normally do. And my heart rate shot up to one sixty-eight, and I got hot, and I felt my heart like beating out of my chest. And I, I've never been so scared in my life. I started thinking to myself, okay, this is, this, you know, this is it. Uh, you're you're going to have a heart attack. I, I thought my, my, my heart was going to leap out of my chest. I was just waiting for that. You know, you watch the movies and everything. I was waiting for that pain to come. And I, I called my dad right away, and I said, Dad, I said my heart rate just elevated. And uh, I, I, I had been having some, some pains in my, 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 my chest area, my back today. And my sister-in-law got right on the phone. She's a nurse, and she started kind of talking me through it, asked me some questions and stuff. 
Um, and I calmed down. My heart rate went down to uh, um, in the 70s and 80s. And I went over to my brother's house. And uh, they kind of checked me out a little bit. I wasn't cold and clammy. I would never fever. But I just was jittery. I couldn't shake that feeling of like, you know, that I was something something wasn't right. So I I I stayed there for a little bit till my and I kept on checking my Fitbit. My heart rate was like in the 80s. And my usually my resting heart rate's always in the high 50s uh to mid 60s. You know, hits the 70s every once in a while, but like I and I couldn't get it down. My father's like, "Stop looking at it. Take it off. Put it put it to the side. You you're you're focusing too much on that." And um I, I I felt a little better. I went home, and before I, I left my brother's house, you know, I said goodbye, and I made sure that I I gave my nephews uh, a hug and a kiss goodbye because I I really thought um there was a chance that I would wouldn't see them again. I know it's it's kind of like morbid to think about, but I just wasn't feeling right. I just wasn't feeling good. Uh, plus, you know, y- you think back. I haven't been to the doctor in in ten years. So this is all playing into my head. This is all playing into the situation. I came home. I was extremely exhausted. I went to bed early that night. I got up about 8.30 in the morning and just still wasn't feeling right. I had like a feeling like something was going to happen. And uh, you saw Googling things on, on, on the Internet. You know, they tell you one of the things, a sign of a heart attack is the feeling of impending doom. And that's exactly what I was feeling at that point. And... Um, I I had my breakfast that morning. I was just sitting on the couch, and it went up again. My heart rate went to like 148, then came back down. Because I was I started to panic a little bit, and I got dressed, and I said to my dad, I said, Dad, I think I want to go to the hospital. And uh, he, he took me to the hospital. Now, you walk in. You'd say, you're one that could see I'm a big man, I'm 39, and you have any kind of a chest pain. They take you right in. They go, can you walk? I said, yeah, I can walk. They brought me right in uh, to the uh, emergency room to triage. They, they checked me in right away. Right away, got an EKG, hooked my heart up. And uh, they took my blood pressure. My blood pressure was fine. And uh, I always, John Ziegler, as a comic, he always jokes about me that I, <laughs> I should donate my body to science because I'm a freak of nature. Um. So I, my blood pressure was okay. They took my blood. I still was freaking out. I was still fr- I was sitting in the emergency room freaking out. Um, and my heart rate started to go up and down again. I think that was just from, from panicking even more. I was sitting there by myself. I actually asked uh, the nurse if my dad can come and sit with me. My dad came and sat with me. And I kept on stressing out about the heart thing again. He goes, don't even look at it. Don't even stop looking at it. And then I, I had to get up to go to the bathroom, so they unplugged me. I came back, and I they plugged it back in. I don't think it was plugged in all the way because my heart rate started going from, like, zero to up and down, up and down. And I come and tell him, look at this. He goes, relax. The doctor even said it could be static. Don't worry about it. Um, So uh, doctor comes in, and they take the blood, and she's going over. And, of course, the, the weight issue comes up, obviously. Uh, I'm not stupid. That's what they look at right away. I did tell the doctor I was on Weight Watchers and I, I lost a certain amount of weight. So that's good. Keep on going. We're gonna we're gonna get your test back. They sent me for a chest X-ray. Um, and when I got back from the X-ray, my dad plugged the 
the heart monitor back in and I was steady. I was like between 60 and 65 beats. My blood pressure they took again. It was uh it was good blood pressure. I think it was like 117 over 57 or something like that. And uh at that point I started to think to myself, "Okay, I'm okay." Because they haven't come back and uh said anything yet after the EKG and the chest x-ray. I'm thinking, "Okay, I'm I'm not that I'm not going to I'm not going to, you know, check out at this point. But what I did think, I, I did think that maybe I had diabetes and that it was my blood sugar going crazy. But, you know, I'm, I'm very happy and lucky that when the doctor came back with the reports, I, I, I had a good, uh, good report from the doctor, clean bill of health. Um, my blood sugar was a tad bit high. She said that it wasn't a fasting blood sugar. So I ate that morning. And uh, my everything else looked good. My EKG was good. My blood work came back good. My liver and, and kidney functions were okay. And I didn't have a embolism or a uh, blood clot in my lung or anything like that. Every, lungs were clear. Heart's normal size. Everything looked good. Um, but I, I got to tell you, I've never been more scared of my life than, than, those, than, than those two days. Going, um, but just the, the not knowing, and it made me realize that you know I'm I'm working I'm working so hard with losing weight and trying to get healthy and, and doing everything on that side that I have to do, and I still hadn't gone to the doctor. Now my my, my sister in law has been telling me forever go go to the doctor go to the doctor. Get a physical. See what's going on. And of course, you're always like, well, I don't want to know if something's, something's wrong. You know, and uh, that's that, that's the stupid way of thinking because if there is something, they can help you fix it. You've got to get on medication if you got to do something. So, I mean, th- th- that was the, the scariest part was I didn't know. I haven't had a physical in 10 years. So the, the, the scariest part was sitting there not knowing what's going on. And I said to my dad the day before, and I said it that day too, I said, I I feel like maybe I, I've done too, I've, it's too little too late. Like I started too late. And my sister-in-law right away was like, that's stupid. No, you know, everything, anything you're doing is good. It's positive. And my doctor said the same thing. It's never too late. You know, uh, I guess I just let my stress get the better of me. And it really... And I got to keep so I'm checking the Fitbit. I've been checking the Fitbit every five minutes, uh, looking at my my heart rate. And it, you know, whenever it's not where I want it to be, I get a little, I get a little uh, anxious, and I feel my myself getting anxious. So, and the Fitbit's good for the, in the sense that I can I can look at that and I can, I can check my steps and everything. But I was just putting too much on that heart rate, and I was letting it get the better of me. Um, you know, but the doctor did say, of course, you know, because of your, your age and your weight, you are at risk, uh, for a heart attack. And I, I understand that. And I'm doing everything I can to prevent that. Um, exercise, as she said, keep exercising, keep, um, losing weight. So, I mean, that was the best thing to come out of that is that I I found out that I, I don't have any serious medical issues. Thank, thank God. Uh, I've never been so happy before to to be in a doctor's office to get news from a doctor, because I, I thought all these years there was there was something. I mean, I just 
And maybe I take after my grandmother. My grandmother was a heavy woman, and she never really had any medical issues. So hopefully I take after that side of the family, and I, I, I take after th- those, you know, those genes, and, and I can continue to get healthy, continue to, to feel better. But, I mean, we, it's, scary, it's a scary feeling. I, I honestly thought I was about to check out, and... You know, as comedians, we we joke about we joke around about the sickest things, and we joke around, and every once in a while we say to each other like, "Oh, gotta go home and end it," or you know, "Oh, if I don't wake up," you know, we joke about it and stuff. Uh, let me tell you something: when you act, to me, when I thought I was looking down the barrel and I thought it was it, I did not want to go. Uh, and it's it's more motivating, and it's and it's more of a motivating factor to keep on the the, the pace that I'm going to keep going. And then today, I, when I went to Weight Watchers, I, I said to I said to people today, I don't care what that scale says. I, I honestly didn't care today what the scale was going to say because I was I, I got, you know, relatively healthy man. Uh, you know, um, I thought I was going to be in serious trouble this weekend, and I'm happy to be. You know, it's corny. Happy to be alive. Happy to be. You know, doing what I'm doing. Just eat healthy, exercise. And I stepped on the scale today, and it was minus seven point two pounds. Uh, it was funny. My my leader was the one who weighed me in, and and she told me the, the number, my, my my weight. And I, I go, I, I don't know what that means. Like you're t- she goes, it's. I'm not gonna say it here, but she goes, it's this. I'm like, well, I, I don't know. I don't. I can't do the math. You gotta you gotta actually tell me how much I lost. So she goes, hold on, I'll I'll put it in the computer, and it was seven point two pounds, one twenty four total. And I had said last week I wanted to hit uh, one one twenty this week. I was at one sixteen point eight last week, so I did. I I hit I hit one twenty and and I got a little more, and I I am absolutely thrilled about it. And I'm saying to myself, you know what? If something happens next week where I don't lose as much or whatever, it's okay. I'm in the right direction. I'm changing things up. I'm moving forward. I'm really enjoying the program. And, uh, you know, and, and, and life things happen, you know, and you got to roll with the punches. Um, you know, so my dad's going to have surgery. Listen, he's, he's very confident about it. His doctors are confident. And you know what? Uh, I, I'm not going to, I can't get off. I can't go off the rails. I, I can't let my, you know, my emotions get the better of me. And uh, things happen in life. You know, life's not perfect, and uh, neither is any situation. You know, you, I look at the positive. My, my 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 dad's doctors are very optimistic. They're they're happy with where he is health wise now, and this will just ensure uh, a longer and healthier life for my pop. And that's all that we want. That's all that, you know me and my family want. So uh, I look at I look at the the positives of it and um, use everything as a motivation to keep going. And to get checked out once a year, get my physical done. You know, I, I have to, I have to follow up with a cardiologist. That's what the doctor wants. Um, so I'm going to do that this week. I'll follow up with the cardiologist to be just be on the safe side. But I got it. You, you got to, and I realize this now how important those yearly physicals are. You know, uh, that's how they caught my my dad's uh, valve was on his yearly physical, and. 
they caught it very early. His heart's not damaged. He's not having any symptoms of any problems. So, you know, when you catch something early, there's you can fight it. You know, so I can't have the mindset that whatever it is, it is. You got to go get your physical. You got to find out where you are. So, I mean, if anybody's holding back on going to get one, just go get one. Just, just. You know, and, and I'm, you know, I'm the pot calling the kettle black on that because I didn't for years because I was afraid of what they were going to find. And you know what? You're pleasantly surprised sometimes that, you know, you're, you're in a better spot than you are, uh, you thought you were in. And like my dad said, even if you had diabetes, you had something, wouldn't you rather know this way you could fight it, this way you could, um, you know, attack it and, and, and get better? I, absolutely. Ab- absolutely. So I have to, you know, get my mindset in that aspect of like, you know, no one likes to go to the doctor. But that's what I'm taking away from this whole thing. And, uh, you know, try not to let my emotions and my nerves get the better of me. And uh, keep moving forward. It was a good week. And keep building on that. And that's what I'm going to do. Um, I, 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 other than that, it was a fun weekend. SummerSlam was on last night. I'm a big wrestling fan. I, I made a nice dinner for myself. I made the, uh, for dessert, the Weight Watcher yogurt cheesecake, which is very easy. And if anybody's looking to make a, a nice dessert, I'll tell you the recipe right now. Very simple. Three cups of fat-free Greek yogurt, three eggs, a package of the Jello, fat-free, sugar-free cheesecake pudding. You mix that all up. You put it in your, your cake pan. You cook for 30, 30 minutes at 350, at 350. You come out. You let it sit until it cools. Then you put it in the fridge overnight. You got yourself a cheesecake. I cut it up six servings, one point a piece. And I put a little fat-free Ready Whip and PB2 on it. And I had a, a peanut butter cheesecake last night. As I'm watching SummerSlam. And for dinner, I made uh, the cauliflower gnocchi with some homemade marinara and a little bit of uh, the part skim ragout, some uh, broccoli and cauliflower uh, roasted in the air fryer. And I made uh, some turkey meatballs that came out to, for two, one point. So I had myself a nice little dinner and, and a nice end to a good weekend. Weekend was good because I was okay. I stressed, I panicked, I was just scared. That's really what it was. I was just, I didn't know what was wrong with me, and I was scared. I'd never been so scared in my life about anything. Um, yeah, I, it's, you think about it now, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of weird that I was, uh, how nervous I, and scared I was for that, but I, I thought that that was it. I thought that was the uh that was the big one but uh very happy to say that it's not and very happy that that I'm that uh everything checked out okay and now it's on to the next thing now it's on to this week this week will be a little challenging um not during the week so much as the weekend the weekend I got two shows in the cities uh Saturday and 
Sunday and Sunday during the day, I have my goddaughter's birthday party. So I'll be away. I have to plan ahead. I got to do a lot of meal prep. I want to keep the exercise going. I want to uh, maybe start utilizing the gym more than I do. I don't go to the gym enough, and I love lifting weights. Um, I, I think I'm going to start doing it after work, right from work, go to the gym. Just because I, I want to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning then. Getting up at 5 is tough to go exercise. I, I feel like I because it's, it's it gets your whole day going. Once you're exercised, you're done. You shower, dress for the day. You got the endorphins going from working out. But getting up at 5 is tough. Especially when you have uh, a day of either you have your full-time job, then either I have comedy or a podcast afterwards. So I'm not resting until late, and then it's time to go to bed and do it all over again. So I was thinking maybe changing it up to where I go to the gym right after work. We'll see how that works out. Um, Or maybe I'll just keep getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Maybe I'll get used to it eventually. I wish my my gym was closer. I go to Planet Fitness. I wish there was a Planet Fitness closer to where I'm, I'm in Belmore. The closest one, I guess, is in Levittown. I wish it was one in Belmore where I can go to first thing in the morning because I would. Get on that Planet Fitness. I, um, it's weird. Like, I, I, there's all these other gyms around here, but there's not a Planet Fitness that close to me. I don't know. Maybe it's a zoning or something. I, I don't know the whole logistics of why there's not a Planet Fitness on the block from my house. But they should get on that. And I like it too because it's cheaper, you know. It's got what I it has what I need. There's 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 you know there's gyms close in Belmont, but some of them are a little more expensive and they're so crowded. And I don't want people like looking at me. I was in this emergency room and I'm laying there in the bed. I got all the things hooked up, and this is towards the end of it where I was I was feeling okay. And this guy was walking by, and he kind of kind of looked into the room, and I was like, keep walking. My father goes, ah, I see you feeling better. You're back to your miserable self. <laughs> it's got a point. I was feeling much better at that point. The hospital, they look at you. guys looking at you. So yeah, I tell my father, I got to close that curtain. The woman keeps looking over at me. I don't want them looking at me. Although the, the, the gown was very comfortable, the muumuu. I felt like my grandmother in it. I was ready to cook up some meatballs and... Get the Sunday gravy going. But uh, I'll give it up to South Nassau. South Nassau Hospital did a good job. Kept me. uh, They found veins where I didn't think they could find veins. Can't see on my tree trunk arms. They got they got it in. They got they found got the blood. My friend Tracy goes, "How much blood they take from you?" Because I lost seven, seven pounds this week. I'm like, 7.2 pounds worth. But all in all, good week. Very excited about it. Here, and here's here's another tip. If anybody's looking for a dessert idea, um, my friend Kim uh, on Instagram, uh, can, she's on, on uh, Instagram is the Fit and Fabulous Mama. She's got a great idea for a snack. You take a protein bar, you cut it in fours, Put it in the air fryer for four minutes on 370. You just take the top of a spoon and squish it a little bit. 
and it comes out like a cookie, crispy on the outside, warm and gooey on the inside. Really, really good uh, snack that satisfies that craving and the uh, sweet tooth. And I did that's that's a couple of things I did this week. Uh, Ryan Marr, he, this guy, he's doesn't stop trolling me everywhere. He says, "Dude, you're missing raw. I'm not missing it. It's on DVR. I'm gonna watch it after this." I like to miss the commercials anyway. So I, I watch a little bit, then I, I go forward. He's such an asshole. <laughs> Jim Neidhart just came out and beat up Ronda with Natalia. That's not right. Jim Neidhart just passed away. He's probably at some bar right now, fist pumping like the rest of the Jersey Shore cast. It's not even a. Everybody's like, oh, that Jersey Shore uh, doesn't depict, you know, how the Jersey Shore really is. If you follow Ryan Moore on Snapchat or Instagram, that's exactly how the Jersey Shore is. It's fist, bump, fist bumping and pumping or whatever he's doing, banging on bars, singing stupid 80s songs. Bad 90s dance songs. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it, right? You should follow Ryan Moore anyway uh, on, on Instagram and and Twitter and everything else. Very funny dude. Good comedian. Great comedian. And uh good friend of mine. So definitely follow him. Uh, I think it's Ryan Moore Comedy on Instagram. Definitely give him a follow. And check him out if you're down in the Jersey Shore area. I'll be down there next uh, next month. Hopefully I get to see Ryan a little bit while I'm down there. I'm going to stay an extra day. Just to get a little uh, a day vacation in. That's how I take my vacation in days. So I'll plan ahead for that. But we'll talk about that when it gets here. Um, as always, I want to thank everybody who joined us on uh, Facebook Live and all your comments and everybody at home listening on your podcast listening devices. This has been episode 30 of the WW Road Podcast. You can always uh, find the WW Road Podcast at our website, www.podcast.podbean.com. As well as check us out on uh, iTunes. You can five-star rate and review us on iTunes. And we are played out each week by Hollow, Something to Believe. You can get that song on iTunes as well. My best friend Nick wrote this song. Also, you can catch his new band, Demon Scar, on iTunes. Get their EPs and find them on DemonScar.com. Ryan says, keep up the good work, Anthony. You'll be my personal trainer. Not e- that's not going to be an easy feat. i got to stop you from... Uh, your contest you do there with the vodka and cranberry. Switch to soda or seltzer. Much healthier. There, that's my tip for the day. You can follow uh, my comedy date, so check out where I'm playing live at anthonydlive.com. And there's only one place to go for all your deli needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother you heard the plug on the show. And check out my sandwich, the Uncle Cheese. Folks, I want to thank you guys once again so much for tuning in. My name is Anthony DiDomenico. We'll see you next week. Have a good one.